Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
you have any questions, comments, or even want to send your prayer request, you're welcome to that on Facebook Live also. Also, for those who are on my website, excuse me, on the uh, podcast website, you're also welcome to go to the chat room. The chat room is available right now. I'm plugging it up now. Yes, there it is. It is available right now. You can also send your question, comments, or prayer requests. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, True Believers Tabernacle Church, where our senior pastor and Pastor Otis Logan. If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, feel free to come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and every one of you all who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. Once again, I thank you all for listening. Um, We had a late start of all times, had everything set up, cut on the computer, and normally it may take maybe 15 seconds to come on and Next thing you know, it took 15 minutes, and of all time, it won an update. But that's the way it happens. So thank God for allowing us to be on. Now, today's question, are you always on the go? The demands of life is hard enough, but when other people are pulling on you, that's enough to break anyone down. But no matter who you are or what position you have, everybody needs a break. I want to say one more time, everybody needs and deserves a break. And you should not feel guilty about giving yourself one. Everyone needs time to recharge, reset, restart sometimes. So on today's show, we will talk about the importance of relaxation, things to do to get yourself rebooted, and much more in the episode called Waiting to exhale. How about, before we get into the show, how about each and every one of us do this? Take a deep breath in, inhale deeply, now exhale. You'd be surprised how good that feels. And some people don't know how to do that. Some people, they, no, we're not talking about exhaling from your nostrils. We talking about from your mouth and I'm not talking about whistling neither. We talking about let it out. One more time. On the count of three, we're gonna inhale. Now exhale out of your mouth. Roll it out. That's what we're gonna do. Now some people may feel, man, what are you talking about? Exhaling and relaxation. That ain't biblical. Well, yes it is. You'd be surprised. Many people in the battle of Christ, we're on a go. We're on a go. We're pulling in. We're being pulled. We're pushing. 
and we end up getting to ourselves into an early grave, or sometimes we make ourselves inactive in doing and fulfilling the purpose and plan that God has for us. But also, let's be real. We operate within the church, within many ministries, and the main ministry that we're failing in is the home. Why? Because we're too tired. We are too fatigued, too put out for our own family. And we sure are not going to talk about doing something for ourselves. But it's time for us to have that. I always check up that word, that word, woosah. We need a woosah moment. I mentioned earlier that you deserve a break. Matter of fact, the slogan for McDonald's is uh, you deserve a break today. When was the last time you took a deep breath? I'm going to say it like this. When was the last time you did something for yourself? And it's funny, many people, if you think about doing something for yourself, don't you know it's many people that would try to make you feel guilty? Well, you don't need to be sad. See, the Bible says they'll tell you not, they'll tell you being selfish. The main ones that'll tell you you being selfish and the main one to tell you you don't need to do it are the main ones that always come to you and tell you they want you to do something for them. Isn't that crazy? Well, I'm going to say it like this. We are Christians, and Christians meaning Christ-like. Don't you know Jesus himself had a sabbatical, have had several sabbaticals, or if you want to call them uh, vacations or staycations. Sometimes just to have some me time. With him, it was him with the Father. And those are the moments that God can come and minister to us. That's the time that we need, and we need more of that, some time with the Father. But so many times we're so busy. So many times we're so tense. We're so, like I mentioned earlier, we're so entangled with the cares of not just of this world, but the responsibilities of this world with work, raising children for those that may not be working, but those who may be in school, those who may be in school and working. You just be surprised how busy we are. So I want to just take today's show for us to just talk about having a sabbatical. Having a huh, exhale, a woosah moment. Now, first and foremost, I found out whenever we don't have that time to recharge or reboot, it brings a wear and tear on our bodies. We'll just talk about first the physical body. A lot of people... They're so busy, they're wearing themselves out. Like I mentioned earlier, they're too tired to do anything. They're physically tired, physically fatigued. 
And I will say this, not just fatigue, but some of us, we're too busy to even take care of the basic needs that we have to take care of. Eating, getting something to drink. Even I mentioned last week about um, removing a detox from your body. Even some people are so busy that they fail to go to the restroom. They're so busy, they're they're failing to eat. They have gone throughout the whole day and can't even remember if they have some water. We're so busy. We sometimes put more upon us than we're able to bear. Now, the Bible tells us, that the Lord will not put more upon you than you're able to bear, but we will. We will put more upon us than we're able to bear. And also, sometimes we will allow other people to put more upon us than we're able to bear. There are people that will throw responsibilities on us, not because we're qualified to do it, but because they choose not to do it and they know that we'll do it. They know that we won't say no. And that's one of the that's one of the easiest words that we could say, but it's the harder word that we choose not to say. How about we just tell people I found this out. Many people are qualified and have the ability to do it themselves, but they choose to let us do it. This sounds crazy. But God wants us to be better stewards. And in us being better stewards, we often talk about, we often think about being a better steward with finances. That's good, that's true. But it's beyond finances. It's about your time and your talent. So that way you won't allow people to use you or abuse you. You won't allow people to do what they're supposed to be doing. In other words, you need to start delegating responsibility to people, even if it's holding them accountable for their work or their actions. So with that, we are so busy and we're wearing ourselves out physically. We're having our blood pressure raised up. We're not even getting proper rest. For us to rejuvenate this, our mind. I found out when you're sleep deprived, when you're fatigued, you begin to be absent-minded. Have anybody ever been driving and they've been so tired and they find themselves dozing off and when they come to themselves, they're closer to their destination than they realize? Why is that? A lot of times when you're tired, when you're fatigued, when you're riding or driving on emotional or physical fumes, we're so tired and we become absent-minded. We, it's almost like um, how sometimes you might be having yourself to record, might be on Facebook or whatever, and it's something when the connection is not really proper is not properly connecting, and there's something called buffering. There's an action that's called buffering. 
you, like I said, you might be watching the video. That hinders the videos being shown. It's hindering it from showing. The same thing that happens to us mentally. When we're sleep deprived, our minds begin to buffer. Our minds begin to, like I said, called buffering. Those moments, anything can happen because we're not alert or aware. And this was something I found out a couple of years ago. They did a case study on uh, being sleep deprived, driving while you're sleep deprived. And I found that you could be driving with your eyes open, but your body registering as if you sleep. And that's what happened. Those moments when we're sleep deprived, those moments when we cannot think properly, we're actually harming ourselves. Matter of fact, um, if you take medication, uh, any type of narcotic, they tell you not to operate heavy machinery. Why? Because your 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 reaction or your response level would not be sharp. So what we need to do, we need to make sure that we are alert, on guard, to make sure that we actually properly functioning with all cylinders. All of our senses are alert. All of our senses on guard. So that way, like driving, if you need to make a sudden stop, your reaction or your response time can be fast. Why? Because you are aware of the immediate stop that you need to do. Now, that's pertaining to driving, but even pertaining to just life itself. You could be so many people, they are so distracted. And there's a campaign, I believe it's uh, AT&T. Uh, texting it could wait. They call it that. They call it that because they want to make sure that people are alert or aware. Texting while driving. You can call it texting while driving, or even driving under the influence, just like alcohol or any type of narcotics. Not driving under the influence. Well, the same thing happened to you when you are sleep deprived. See, you can fail a breath a breathalyzer if you're drunk. But when it comes down to being sleep deprived, you might you might pass the breathalyzer, but your reaction time or your response, there have been many people that have fell asleep standing up or have fallen asleep standing up. And that was somebody that I know in the past. You can talk to them. <clears throat> you can talk to them and they were healthy, uh, but they were so sleep-deprived. Some people have a hard time sleeping. I found that some people stay up days, and I'm like, wow. you know. And there are some people who have to take medication because that way they can help them get some sleep. They can shut their bodies down. Their body is always on the go. Well, we have to be able to now, like I said, these, this message is for people who are out there who feel like they don't deserve it. There are people that actually feel like they don't deserve it. There are people that feel guilty of even doing something for themselves. 
And there are other people that will make other people feel guilty. You know, as a believer, we have to be aware that we are on 24-hour call as ministers, as believers, as a Christian. There are people that God may send our way at any time, and we have to have a word to give to them. Now, this is not our word, but as a believer, everybody have a testimony. And that testimony, it may not be just like the next person, but if you are saved and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have at least one testimony. And that one testimony is Jesus saving you. So with that, we need to be ready. We need to be effective in what we're doing because it's one thing to just do something, but it's another thing to do it with excellence. Do it with passion. Do it with your whole heart. When we do the work, not just the work of the Lord, but as a believer, you can even be painting, but you're doing it and painting unto God. But when you're sleep deprived or when you got things going on in your mind, when you're troubled, it's so hard for you to be able to do things effectively. So with that being said, we have to be able to have some relaxation for ourselves. Like I mentioned, there are many people, I'm going to be real. I've heard ministers, I've heard pastors, I've heard about pastors condemn their members for having a vacation or doing anything. They try to make everything a sin. Playing football with your kids, oh, that's a sin. You're going to hell. I've heard many of that, that's foolishness. Actually, that's something called legalism. They're trying to put criteria on somebody being saved, or if you want to call criteria on salvation. It takes God's word plus this and this and this and that. First of all, you spending time with your family. You're doing things for your family. I don't care if it's playing football, basketball, or even playing cards or dominoes with your children. You ain't going to hell. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Just make sure you ain't gambling. Make sure that you ain't betting. <clears throat> Jimmy. But for you to have just a freely time with your family, friends, it's okay. It's okay. Being able to just relax. There are some people, they love, like myself, I love playing instruments. That's relaxing to me. I may sit up in my room, play my guitar, or even just write. That's relaxing. It's therapeutic. We need to be able to do things that are therapeutic for us. And like I said, each person is different. Also, God has created many beautiful things for us to enjoy. And the only way for us to enjoy it is not to be in the house, look through the window. That's good and dandy, but how about we go outside and enjoy the aroma and the atmosphere that God himself has created for us. Excuse me, that God himself has created for little old you. When was the last time you had some you time? 
when was the last time? Excuse me. Have you ever had some you time? One of the things I mentioned this week, so many people, they do so much for everybody else, but do so little or nothing for themselves. Even if, you know, I always joke about going to get me a smoothie. Go and get me an anointed smoothie. Go and get you something that you enjoy. Some people, hey, it could be ice cream. That's fine. Then after a hard day's work, do something for yourself. On the days I've had one of my stressful moments, if I had a stressful moment at work, I would go get me a smoothie and just Relax. Also, um, and I, I'll tell y'all, um, on the days that I would have to drop my son off, I have this routine that I would go to Wendy's. I would go to Wendy's and I would get me a Caesar side salad. Give me a Caesar side salad and I always get two packages of pecans and two packages of Caesar dressing. And then I would already get my specific dressing. I always get it at Walmart. It's the raspberry vinaigrette. And I would get some croutons. And I would get me a bowl, get me a plate, and I would get my salad with the pecans. Then I put the croutons on there. Then routine. Then I get the the dressing I got from Wendy's put it on my salad, then I get mine and top it all off. And I just sit down and I just eat it. I found out that was my coping mechanism when I would drop my son off. And I've been doing that for years. But it's healthy. I'm not doing anything that's harming myself. It's not a it's not a drug. But in my own way I would do that for relaxation. But also, there are many people, they are so tense, and they wonder why their blood pressure is up. They wonder why they're having an an attitude. They don't have that that them time or that you time. But also, this is something else I would tell people. Not only being able to just do something for yourself, but also even from a medical standpoint, we know about going to the doctor. That's good. But these are other doctors that sometimes we need to visit to not only help our bodies, but also help our mind. One doctor I would always recommend, I always tell people, go to the chiropractor. Going to the chiropractor would do wonders for you. This is also helping you to be able to relax, relax. Going to the chiropractor, it puts your body in right alignment. You think about it. Your your car, you drive your car backwards and forwards. Many times we hit bumps, dips, speed bumps, uh, what you call them, uh, them potholes. That's what they're potholes. And a lot of times, it may not physically damage our car, but sometimes it would mess up the alignment. So in order for you to be able to have your car properly uh, manageable, 
it's good to get your car serviced. Well, the same thing that is required for your physical body. Going to the chiropractor to make sure that your body is in line. And I will say this, and I hope this is not too graphic for you, but we are adults. But many people, they don't go to the chiropractor and their body is so out of whack. These are two of the indicators that will let you know that your body needs an alignment. There are many people, if you look at them, they're tilted sideways or they walk sideways. Another thing, this is something, whenever you try to go to the restroom and have a bowel movement, if you're constipated and it has nothing to do with what you've eaten, when your body is out of line, it presses against your intestines. And sometimes it's hard for food to pass from your intestines through your bowels. So we getting that checked out will really help us. And like I said, it will help us maximize the full potentials for our bodies. Also, um, years ago, I had uh, bruised my ribs. And it was so hard for me to sneeze. When I sneezed, I heard it because my body was out of line. When you when you catch spasms in your body, that's a that's a very good indicator to let you know that your body may need some extra attention. If you notice, animals don't have to go to the chiropractor. Why is that? If you notice when they have slept. Once they wake up, what do they do? They stretch. How many of us as human beings throughout the day stretch? Most of the time, we don't stretch. Just like a car in the wintertime, your car, you need to get ready to go to work. Many times, we start up our car. As soon as we start up our car, we close the door. Not allowing the car to warm up. Think about your body. How many of us allow our bodies to warm up? Many of us know. Everything is a go, 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 ready, set, go. There's no rehearsal or practice for our body, no warm-up for our bodies. Athletes warm up before they perform a high strenuous job, football, basketball, even wrestling. They stretch. They have coaches. They have medical medical people on staff to see to them getting the help or the assistance that they need. What about just the common folks? We don't do that. We keep ourselves on two, ten, or 100. We keep ourselves on 100, 100 miles per hour and don't have no downtime. So going to the chiropractor is a very, very good thing for you to even be able to treat yourself. Another one is massage. A massage. And like I said, there are some people, you'd be surprised as Christians, how many Christians feel like it's a sin to do something for themselves, treat themselves. 
like I said, some people going to the going to see a masseuse or getting a massage, that's fine and dandy. Now, don't feel like, well, you know, um, I'm not going to be taking off my clothes in front of anybody. Well, this is the thing. Number one, there are some professional ones that are out there. And also, if you're feeling unsure, have somebody to go with you. Have somebody to go with you that you trust. So getting a massage, a professional massage, a professional massage will help relieve a lot of the stress and tension in your life, in your body. You'd be surprised how much stress that your body is under. You'd be surprised how much stress that you put upon yourself. Like I said, matter of fact, I'm definitely going to have to uh, give me one the next two weeks. You know, um, I will say this. Also, it depends on who you go to also. Um, when my sister passed away, uh, I was I received a professional one. Um, it was, I think it was like, uh, it was the week of, of services. And I went, and this is me. I always tell the person that's going to give me a massage, I want a deep tissue. I like it hard. I mean, look here. I like it hard because we have muscles, and I like to make sure they get deep into the muscles. And so the person that I went to, somebody I didn't know, but I really, they didn't really hit the right spots. Uh, normally, I will go to sleep when I get a massage, but this particular one, I stayed up. <laughs> I, I, I just, they really wasn't doing it deep enough. So I ended up calling the person that I normally would use, and I called her, and I went there, and I just snored away. And she actually saw how how much stress that was on my body. And, of course, I told her, uh, I told her what happened. Matter of fact, she didn't know. She didn't know uh, what happened. And just having that, it helped me to be able to get some good night's rest. So going to the, going and getting a massage would do wonders for your body, would do wonders for your mind. Also, another thing that I was kind of new to uh, in the past couple of years, but even getting a foot detoxing. Oh my goodness. Getting a foot detoxing would do wonders for your body. And also, like I said, doing it for yourself. You know, you'd be surprised how much um, toxic waste is in our bodies that does not pass through our urine or our stools. So, a classmate of mine, I've been knowing for elementary, since elementary school, she normally is the person I go to, and I didn't realize, I didn't realize the benefits until after I had my first treatment, and I slept like a baby calf. After that first treatment, I slept well. I never really had a hard time sleeping, but I found out. Because of the environment, it's so much pollutants and toxic 
things that are in the air, and it goes into our bodies, into our bloodstream. And, and this is just my feelings. It's not fact. But my feelings are a lot of those things, it keep us wired up. Like I said, I hadn't got a chance to really research, and I don't want to say it's my opinion, but this is my feeling. My feelings are those things within the environment keeps us so wound up that many people hard, have a hard time sleeping or concentrating. So when I had a foot detoxing done, I saw a lot of the waste that was leaving. I would look at the water, and the water, which began white or clear, the water started off being clear. But after the treatment, it looked like muddy water. I'm like, ooh, wow. And I was like, that came from me? It came from the pores from under my feet, and it went out. And I was like, wow, in the stages and the colors that was forming in the water through each one of the stages, uh, she was sharing with me where it was coming from my system, what part of my body it was leaving out of. And I was like, wow, I found that very fascinating. And like I said, when I got done, went home, I slept, and I found out, which sometimes I don't get a chance to take a nap. I We're going to have to talk about that, too. But I found myself throughout the day, I was so relaxed that I was, I was ready to take a nap. And I was like, wow. So those are the kind of things we need to do. And look here. You doing something for yourself, it don't have to cost you anything. You can do something as simple as, mentioned a few minutes ago, taking a nap. Look here, I did not realize the importance of taking a nap until I got in my older years. Not because being lazy, but because of the demands, because being so busy. Sometimes, like I said, when people pull you back and forth, back and forth, it seemed like the more people, the more you are known, the more people require out of you. So, like I said, this is not just within ministry, but like I said, just life. And it doesn't mean that it's only for older people. It's for younger people, too. It's for people, out, if you were born, if you understand your ABCs, you have to also understand the importance of balance and relaxation. Like I said, just life itself, it's already so much drama as it is going on in this world. You cut on TV, things happen, uh, things are on TV, things are on media to keep you tense, to keep you wound up, just to keep you just so tight. That's not, that's not what God created us to be. That's not who God created us to be, so wound up all the time. No. So with that, us being able to do something for ourselves, to enjoy life, one of the things I always say, it will, it should be a violation for you to do for others and fail to do something for yourself. If you are doing for others, 
who's going to be able to do for you? You can't depend upon people doing something for you. You know, uh, I'll say it like this. A couple years ago, um, when Prince had a name changed to the symbol, somebody approached me and said, hey, man, since Prince changed his name to a symbol, how about you change your name to Prince? I said, well, if I become Prince, then who's going to be me? So that's something we have to remember. We got to be able to not just know or be comfortable in our own skin, but how about we start doing something for our own skin? It's a violation for you to be able to pour into somebody else and neglect you. This is not being selfish. Like I say, everything is all about balance. But we have to be able to know how to rejuvenate, replenish, recharge. I don't care how great my car looks. When it came off the floor room show, uh, when it came out the dealership, I'll say it like that. When it came out the dealership, pretty fine and shiny, and they even filled up with gas. That's fine and dandy, but I don't care where I travel, where I go. As new as that car is, if I keep on driving and utilizing, I'm going to have to refill the gas. The first gas was free. The next one is a refill. When I purchased it, they filled it. But as long as the car is in my custody, I'm going to have to refill what they filled. And that's something you have to remember. See, God has already filled you with everything that you need. But now he has given it to you. It's your responsibility to maintain it. He gave you rest. Rest upon him. Rest, you know, cast your cares upon him. All these things for the natural and the spiritual body. Now, he has given you accessibility to it. Now, what you have to do, you have the responsibility of activating it. You have the responsibility of refilling what God filled. You have the responsibility now. So, we have to remember, as we do that, it's going to require for us to do it, but also it's going to require us to do it in spite of people not wanting us to do it. Like I said, it's, you know, I, I can't imagine somebody coming up to your face to tell you, well, you know, I want you to give, I want you to give, don't worry about you. Or they always say, well, you know, you just got to sacrifice, which life itself is a sacrifice. But on the other hand, you have to make sure if God tell you to shut it down, you have to learn to shut it down. Tell people no and take care of Y-O-U. Like I said, this might not be popular for some people, but it is needed for other people. We have to be able to take care of you. You can't effectively, I, I got to keep saying this, you can't effectively minister or tell people the goodness of God and you look like you're about to go to sleep. <laughs> you can't effectively tell people about the goodness of God and you look like who done it and why. <laughs> Matter of fact, there was a video a couple of years ago 
this lady, she just fell slap asleep in the church. I'm going to tell you something. We have to use wisdom. We have to use wisdom. So many people, they're doing things so that way people won't say nothing to them. If you have to stay at home because you're worn out, because of responsibilities. Now, like I said, I'm not telling people don't go to church. I'm a minister, and I tell people, hey, look here, go to church. You need to be at church. Do what you have to do to learn, and also people have roles and positions. So, hey, be on your assignment. Be on your post. But this is the thing. Good example. Somebody had to work and end up getting off work late. And they know they have to work a double shift tomorrow. But they know that they also have to help their child do their homework. Would, would it be a sin for them to go home, help their child do their homework, and go to bed and be prepared for work tomorrow? No. No. We have to use wisdom because, to be honest with you, especially back in the day, excuse me, back in the day, there was some, there was somebody, won't call names, but there was somebody who would take their child to church, and there was church five days a week. But the child kept going to sleep in school. What would happen if that, especially in this day and time? Now, this was back in the seventies and stuff. But if it happened at this day and time, you know what happens? CPS would investigate their parents because if their child being sleep deprived, then that's neglect of the child. It's child endangerment. We have to use wisdom. God wants us to use wisdom, but also God wants us to be able to what? Be effective, be equipped, be recharged, be charged and the responsibilities that he has for us to be in. So, a couple of scriptures I want to bring out, because God wants us to rest. God wants us to be able to take care of ourselves. We are Christ's representatives. And how can we effectively witness when we are not rested? We are not Equipped, we are not alert. Is so many people they have end up crashing, end up getting to accidents because they falling asleep behind the wheel. Also, is so many people. I want to, I want to keep this in mind. Is so many people that feel guilty of doing something for themselves. And to be honest with you, my question is, why do you feel guilty? I always ask people, people that feel that way, I ask them, why do they feel guilty in doing something for themselves? And come to find out, it's either because of low self-esteem or because other people, they're so used to and they've been programmed that they have to do for other people. But we're not being taught how to take care of people and also how to take care of ourselves. We cannot depend upon other people to take care of us. So also what you have to remember, you have to be able to be 
in harmony with God at all times. And the only way you can be able to do that is if you are alert, if you're rested. You have, matter of fact, when someone needs ministering, but you know they're hungry, will we be preaching to them for an hour, 45 minutes, and they stomach growling? Is that effective ministering? No, it's not. You take care of their needs first. The need is feed them. Once you feed them, I guarantee you, it's hard for a hungry person to be focusing and paying attention to them, uh, paying attention to you. Their stomach, their stomach growling and everything, and you up here talking to them and trying to minister to them, even though you have good motives or good intentions. But first, you're missing the first need. The first need to take care of their physical body. You think about it. If you have to take care of their physical body by feeding them first, so that way they can comprehend you talking to them or ministering to them, also think about this. It's hard to minister to someone when they're sleep deprived. So if they need to eat before they hear the word of God or you minister to them, same thing pertaining to getting some sleep. Like I said, you'd be surprised. Sleep does wonders. Rest. And like I said, this is me. People that know me, I don't mind throwing myself under the bus. I will repent or apologize in a heartbeat. That's something I know I have to work on too, getting some naps. Anybody that may be watching this on there that know me, hey, y'all welcome to call me out on it. Hey, how you feel? Do you need a nap? Do you need to get some rest? I'll tell you, I know sometimes the little hamster right here in my head, the little hamster be turning and turning and turning, and sometimes I know I be needing to get some rest. I know I need to get some sleep. There are some people that used to always say, man, you don't ever sleep. Well, I do, but when I do, I sleep well. I sleep beautifully. God bless me with some anointed rest. It doesn't matter the time, how long it is. It's just something about being able to just lay down and get some rest. There are some times that God don't allow me to sleep. And those times he had me to get up and be before him. Sometimes he may wake me up in the middle of the night. And he'll have it hard for me to go to sleep because he want to talk to me. He want to talk to me about some things. He want to talk to me about myself. Or sometimes he just wants some, some me and him time. Because I've been so busy throughout the day. And that just let us know how much God loves us and how much of a relationship they want to have with us. So that's a beautiful thing. But some of the scriptures I want to read off. This is something we have to remember. Romans 12 and 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice holy, acceptable to God, which is your worship service, excuse me, your spiritual worship, your spiritual service of worship. Let me repeat that again. Therefore, I urge you, brother, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy sacrifice, 
acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 Don't you know that your body is a sacrifice of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your bodies. Also, we're going to read. You think about this. I'll just paraphrase it. God made the earth in within six days. He made everything in the earth and for the earth within six days. But he made seven days. And on that seventh day, he what? He rested. Does that mean that God was tired? No. He was showing an example for us. We all need time to relax and have some you time. Do something for yourself. What did God do for himself? On that seventh day, what did he do? He enjoyed what he created. So you enjoy what God has allowed you to have. Enjoy. Enjoy. Spend some quality time. Matter of fact, like the TV show, The View, spend some time, enjoy The View. Everybody has to have a time for you to be able to just relax, do something for yourself. Regardless if it costs any money or not, going to the park is free. The library is free. Going and just, uh, I'm going to say it like this. I would see people in the country. They would sit on the porch. They just sit up on the porch. They just look. How to say it? They would sit down and just watch the grass grow. They would sit down and just enjoy. And sometimes you can be passing by them. You can blow the horn, bump, bump, bump. They could be looking somewhere. They wouldn't even look up. They'd just wave. <laughs> but look what they were doing. They were enjoying the finer things in life. They were able to just enjoy God's creation, just outside the view. You'd be surprised what it would do for you to be able to just relax your mind. You need to relax. Do something for yourself. Now, like I said, um, we have to use wisdom, especially when it comes down to using uh, finances and using time. But my daddy told me years ago, I was so busy. Um, I was trying to pay my bills on time and everything, which is great. But I ended up doing, I ended up uh, hoping going to the doctor. And I would refuse to go to the doctor because I was so busy trying to hurry and pay my bills on time. And I was using all my money to hurry and pay my bills and catch up. I didn't have to catch up on my bills. I was trying to pay in advance, pay in advance. And I found that I would spend all my money, my check, I would spend my whole check in paying bills. Oh, sometimes I would pay over. Sometimes I would do all these things, but didn't have anything to show for my check. And I realized, what am I working for? Being able to 
pay off from my responsibilities, which is important. Number one, pay my tithes and offerings, then also pay on my bills. But after I was paying on my bills, what else did I have? Nothing. So I realized I got to I got to take care of me. I got and also for my own self, I'm gonna say it like this: If I won't do it for myself, I got to do it for my son's father, me. I got to do it for my son's father. My my son wants his daddy around a long time. So what do I have to do? I have to contribute to better health. <coughs> Excuse me. Better health. And that's me being able to just enjoy, being able to make sure that I'm productive, make sure I'm taking care of my first ministry. This is a, like I said, this is not just a temple that God lives in, but this is an instrument. This is the instrument that God uses. And when God used me, or when God used you, he wants to be ready. What's the purpose of getting ready to wear a, a clean, uh, an outfit, and it's not clean? What's going to happen? They're going to be looking for a clean outfit. It may not be the one that they wanted, but based upon the availability of those that are clean, those are the ones that's going to be used. So if you want to be used by God, make sure that you are available, rested. Treat yourself. Do something for yourself. What better way to show the goodness of God than for you to see, for others to see through you, for you to be able to Take a vacation. Some people, my godfather and I would often talk about this. Some people don't really don't don't really take a vacation or don't know how to take a vacation. What they'll do, they'll go somewhere out of the state, out of the city. They'll go somewhere, and they know they only have a short amount of time that they're gonna be there. And then what's gonna happen? They're gonna end up going to. Oh, boy, Russian, 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 Russian. They're going to be going to hurry up, go shopping, do all this, do all that. They're not getting any rest. They're not, they're not being rejuvenated. They end up getting done with their vacation, and by the time they get back to the house, they're so tired. Now they're trying to get some rest from the vacation that they had. They slept, they slept less. They were on the move more. And they were in a rush. But a true vacation, time is not an issue. Money ain't an issue. But just the time itself, being able to just relax, where you're not in a rush, you'll get there wherever you need to go, whatever you need to do, you'll get there when you get there. You'll do it. When you when it's time for you to do it, it'll be done when you get to it. That's a vacation. Even a staycation, staying at the house and just taking a chill pill. No, but most of the time, what do we do? We end up answering the phone. We end up being other people's responsibilities and not our own. So this is the time for you to do something for yourself. Treat yourself without feeling guilty. 
no need to be guilty. You work for your money. You work for your time. And if somebody else tell you you're being selfish, watch them. Watch what they're doing with their time, with their talents. And not just, I mentioned earlier, not just with their time, not just with their money, but even with their talent, even with their gifts. We have to be able to enjoy and have the balance for us to be able to be the people that God called for us to be and enjoy what God has for us. I hope that each and every one of us take this seriously. Have some you time. Do something for yourself. Even if you just stay at the house and just watch your favorite TV show, do something for yourself. You deserve it. It's not a sin for you to enjoy life. This is for us to be able to be productive and maximize everything that God has for us. So remember, you harm your body when you're not getting the rest, and not just the physical rest, but the mental rest, and treat yourself. I hope and pray that whatever was said, I hope and pray that it catches your attention to let you know that it's time for you to be able to just take care of Y-O-U. And for those who may be watching or listening, just in case you have anything on your heart you want to give to God, this is the opportunity for you to give it to him. Just in case someone who may be watching who may not be saved, you want to know what to do to be saved? Romans 10 and 9 tell us, If thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ thy Savior, and believe in their heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Also, no matter what you've been dealing with, it's nothing too hard for God. Give it to God. Give it to God. Give yourself over to God. If there's anybody that's been making you feel guilty, there's anybody that's been trying to control you, manipulate you, someone that's been trying to suppress you, turn them over to God and leave it there. But also, we pray if there's anything or anybody that may be hindering you, maybe trying to uh, control you, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, we're going to ask God to help you to understand what control is and you detach yourself from that person. There are so many people that are in a toxic, not just in a relationship, but even within a friendship. There are people that have allowed enablers to come into their life or come to their circles. So ask God to help you to be able to identify people who may be stopping you or hindering you from being with that person that's in your mirror, you. Treat yourself. Do something for yourself. But most importantly, remember this, minister to yourself. Before you effectively can minister to others, you have to be able to minister to yourself. So this is what we want you to do. Start doing things for yourself and start counting yourself as an individual within your circle. Look at yourself in the mirror. That's that's one of the main themes that God been dealing with me as of late. Dealing with the person within your mirror. I used to say dealing with the person in the mirror, but so many people may be looking at other people's mirror 
And it's time for us to have our own mirrors for us to examine ourselves in. See, if I say the mirror, some people may be look some may, some people may be looking at other people looking at other people's mirror. No, we're not talking about you looking at other people looking at their mirror. No, we're talking about you looking at your own mirror. This is what you need to do. Count yourself as an individual that is deserving of enjoying what God has to offer. And does anybody have anything else that's on their heart, on their desire? We're going to give it to God and we're going to leave it there. And even though maybe having somebody that may be in need of healing, there may be somebody that you know that's dear to your heart, dear to your heart, and you want to hold them up before God. This is the time for us to give everything. This is a collective prayer. This is, even though it may be an individual that may be speaking, but we're going to use it as a corporate prayer because truth, truth be told, everybody needs prayer. In case you don't need prayer, I need prayer. I need people that are going to be praying for me because there are things that I may be dealing with and there may be people that's on my heart. I don't want to just see myself or my family saved and delivered. I want to see your family saved and delivered and set free. I want to see the bondage broken. I want to see burdens lifted. I want to see the power move of God, not just in my life, but in your life too. So whatever your needs or concerns are, we're going to give it to God and leave it there. The Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. God, we're coming to you right now, God. We need you like never before, God. God, we ask you, Lord, to help us, God, to fulfill the purpose and plan the assignment that you have for us, God. God, we ask you, Lord, God, to forgive us, God. If there's anything that's in us that's unlike you, God, remove it, God. Move it out the way, God. And, God, we thank you for your forgiveness and we receive your forgiveness. God, we thank you for another chance, God. God, we ask you to help us, God, to give everything to you once and for all, God. God, there may be those who may be watching, who may be listening, God, who've been so used to doing for other people and other people have made them feel less and who they are, God. God, we speak, God, that you help them to understand their value, their worth, God, their importance, God. Let them know who you are and let them know who they are in you, God, and also let them know who they are to you, God. God, we ask you to help them, God, to understand, God, as much as they do for others, God. Help them, God, with the understanding, God, that they cannot have any uh, uh, less value of themselves that they see in others, God. Help them to understand understand their value, God, their worth, their importance, God. And God, help them to understand, God, in order to effectively, God, minister and be your representative, God, help them to understand, God, that they need to be in your presence, God, and they need balance, God. God, we ask you to help us, God, to be able to even just enjoy, God, what you have given us, God. Enjoy, God, the finer things in life, God, and sometimes it's just right outside our doors, God. Even pertaining to having fellowship with our family and friends, God. Help us, God, to not be so busy that we end up accomplishing nothing, God. And God, help us, God, to be a better steward of our time, our talents, and our responsibilities, God, in the name of Jesus. And say about everything you stand for, everybody every problem, everybody every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, God, there are those who may be watching, God, who may have a difficult time even within themselves, God. Help them, God, and relieve their guilt, relieve their shame, God. Not what people have, not only what people have 
thrust upon them, God, but even what they're feeding themselves, God. God, help them, God, to understand, God, who you are, God. And God, help us, God, even, like I say, even just enjoy life, God, godly living, God. And God, help them to understand, God, even what the other people are trying to suppress within them, God, the false doctrines, God. Help them to understand what your truth is, God, in the name of Jesus, God, there are those who may be watching, God, who need help even with school, God, who need help, God. God, there are some who may be facing some difficult classes, God. God, we speak, God, that you help them, that you encourage them, God. Some who may be trying to figure out their purpose, the plan that you have for them, God. God, we speak, God, that you bring clarity right now, God. God, help them, God, to understand, God, precisely, God, the instruction and the path that you have for them. Them, God and God help the God to achieve it and receive it successfully God God we speaking a word of excellence God we speaking a word of accuracy right now God in the name of Jesus God those who may be uh needing grants paid God, we speak, God, that you provide the means and the resources, God. Bring in grants, God. God, those who may be needing loans paid, God. God, we speak, God, that you provide the means, God, to have those things where people won't be in debt right now, God, because of education, God. God, we even speaking right now, God. Those who may need some help right now, God. Those who may be dependent upon things, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to be delivered from that, God. Be delivered, be set free, be healed from it right now, God. God, who may be dealing with physical pain, God, mental pain, emotional pain, God. God, we're speaking, God, for healing and wholeness right now. In the name of Jesus, we even hold up our unsaved loved ones, God, our undelivered loved ones, God. God, we hold them up before you right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you heal the broken heart, God. Heal and mend the broken heart, God. Those who may be confused, God. Those who may not know what to do, God. God, help them, God, to not give up, God. God, help them, God, even in every walk of their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, that you uh, minister to the businesses, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you guide and lead us in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, God, help us, God, to be a worshiper at all times. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do right now. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank each and every one who tuned in. And if you want to look for me, on, I'm on Facebook under Brother Prater. You can read my daily devotion to upcoming events, and you can go to my YouTube channel. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel and also hit the notification button. Uh, YouTube, I'm on Brother Prater. Or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You see my daily devotions and upcoming events and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men of the needs and responsibilities toward their families, children, and spouse, or even their children's mother, uh, to inform women the needs of men and to give single women the qualities of a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you, and good night.